Welcome to the Company of One podcast. This is Dale Callahan. This is episode number 196. Today, we're talking about reasons to consider an online business. Now, I'm doing this a little bit uh, a little bit selfishly because I am going to be doing a, a webinar with, um, it's the Hoover Library series, uh, but uh, and that may mean nothing to you. But next week, October 14th, and this is 2020. So if you're listening to this later, but at 6.30 p.m., we'll be doing a webinar on how to make money online, business ideas you can start from home. Now, in case you don't know, the, this is a, Hoover Library is a local library. Hoover is the city south of uh, the city of Birmingham where we live. And they're always doing these workshops and business workshops, and they like to be really proactive uh, getting information out there. They've got a YouTube channel. This will be up there on YouTube. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. But as, as I'm preparing for this and as I'm talking to the, um, the, the other friends of mine who are online entrepreneurs and doing things and just trying to find out, you know, what is it that goes through our, our head as we're trying to think through should we start businesses and online businesses? I do a lot of coaching uh, on business startups. And a lot, of, a lot of them are people coming out of corporate America. Some are moms coming back to the workforce. But it's usually people coming out of corporate America or looking for a side hustle. And they're looking for business ideas. <clears throat> and half the time, I'm talking them into online businesses. So today I want to kind of share with you just five reasons you should consider an online business. And so I'm going to just walk through these and I'm putting a link in again in the show notes to invite you back where we're going to talk about some very specifics in the webinar. Uh, and you'll see it on the link. And so if you get this early, if you get this before October 14th, 2020, then uh, then you will get to participate live with us. Uh, otherwise, uh, it will be a link. Uh, so the first thing we need to think about is everybody needs side income. Now, <clears throat> that's kind of an unpopular idea, I've noticed. Uh, I mean, people talk about it. Uh, the, there was the... Um, the quite popular book many years ago called Multiple Streams of Income. And we talk about this kind of stuff, but the idea of side income, some people cringe at. Like, well, you know, I, I, I'm a professional. I've got a busy, I don't need I don't need side income. I've got a good job. I need to focus on my business. And I appreciate that. There is, there is something to be said about focusing on your strengths and your number one source of income. As an entrepreneur, I agree with that, but there's a huge danger as an entrepreneur to having all of your money tied up in one single income source. That's just, well, let me just say what it is. It's very short-sighted. I won't, I won't call it stupid because that's how, how we've been educated in our society is to go to school to get a job. So we're doing what we're taught. But it's really a short-sighted idea, and no business owner in their right mind ever wants all of their money tied up in one single source. So your small business is kind of like a, a, an emergency pump, and gets you can in case you know you may be making a little bit of money, but in case of an emergency, you can get things going. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of benefits to having a side business. I'll put a link to the show notes to a. Uh, 
to another article of, of why you need to start your own business, where I would go in this in more detail. But everyone needs a side income. And I think if we can just look around in the coronavirus time and, um, you know, uh, protests, businesses being burnt down to the ground. Uh, 9-11, there was a lot of this. There were businesses that went out of business overnight for no reason at all other than terrorism, which we have uh, local terrorism going on in the United States right now and in other countries. So this side income is a buffer. So Everybody needs something coming in. You need something. It doesn't have to be double your income. It doesn't even have to be equal. If you're making $100,000 a year on your day job, you don't need $50,000 from a side income. I mean, you might like it, and that may be great. You don't even need, you certainly don't need $100,000. But the point is, you've got something coming in. If you've got 1000 bucks a month coming in, then you've got a little bit of um, leeway. We, got, we call it runway. So if something happens to your other income, you have momentum. Essentially, if you're making $1,000 a month on a side business, you just need to do more of it and more marketing to make it into $2,000 a month. That's the idea. And it's really difficult going from, the hard part is going from nothing to something, especially under pressure, like I lost my job. So. Everybody needs some side income. That's one of the reasons. That's the number one reason you should consider an online business. Now, that's not specific to online, but I think online, as we'll talk about it just in number two, it costs very little to start. Now, there's some other businesses that would be true of also, um, but compared to a lot of businesses where you think about storefronts, where you think about inventory, where you think about um all kinds of things that, that are involved in setting up a physical business. Rent, uh, all kinds of things that you probably aren't going to have to do for an online business. So, so compared to almost every other business, an online business is cheaper to start, it's cheaper to maintain, and it's cheaper to market. That's not always true, but when we're talking about storefronts, the startup is huge, the maintenance costs a lot, just rent alone, power, utilities. But this is also true if you are a, uh, if you're doing plumbing on the side, right? It, it doesn't cost as much to start. Eh, you do have to have some tools, but let's assume you have them. But you still, it costs you drive time, it costs you maintenance, it costs you uh, on, on vehicles and things like that. Anything, anytime there's something physical, there is work to do uh, to maintain the business. Just from a cost perspective, an online business is very low risk. Uh, expect to pay anything from zero down and zero per month to just a few hundred dollars per month. And when I say that, by the way, don't get freaked out if you haven't done it and you're thinking about it. Uh, it, it, it should pay for itself. I mean, you shouldn't be spending a few hundred a month if you're making nothing. And when you start, you should be making nothing. You know, So you want to start as cheaply as possible, preferably free. And we'll talk about how to do that in the webinar. How do you start for free? Uh, I, I do know people who have online businesses who are spending hundreds of dollars a month and they're not making hundreds of dollars a month yet. They're just not there yet. Uh, I just don't think that's a wise idea. I'm practical, I'm pragmatic. I, you need to spend less than you make. <laughs> There's a unique idea, 
right? Spend less than you make uh, for a business as well as anything else. We're not talking about venture capital-based things right here. We're talking about generating some side money online. If it turns into the other, awesome. But right now, we're just going simple. Uh, number three, you can get results quickly. Quickly. A simple way to test ideas, as a matter of fact, um, using platforms such as eBay and Etsy and Amazon, just to name a few, I'll throw in there Fiverr and Upwork. Um, oh, and there's just, just so many. There's what teacher teach teachers or oh, I forget what it's called. Teachers teach teachers, something like that. If you're a teacher, there's all kinds of platforms out there that are already existing that already have a great marketing. And all that they're waiting on you to do is upload some content, namely pictures and information, put in some stuff like your bank account number, uh, not to pay them, but bank account number to be paid in many of these cases. Uh, and you just get your project, products and services products and services online quickly. And a lot of people diss these kind of services. There's like nobody makes money on those. I'm going to be talking in the webinar on some very specific examples of people who are making money on these. I'm going to avoid talking about the giant people making giant amounts of money. Not because they're not out there, because it's intimidating. A lot of people see somebody making a million dollars a year on a products and services on something like an eBay and Amazon or Upwork or Fiverr, Udemy. And, and yeah, those all examples are there. There's people doing it. Uh, YouTube is another one. Uh, but they're intimidating. I have found, found that drives people away. Uh, you know, th there's something more of like, hey, Johnny's making, Johnny's making 150 bucks a month or 150 bucks a week or something. We can fathom that, right? We, we can, if you haven't done anything in this space before, you can think, well, I can do what he's doing. And plus what he's doing looks not as sophisticated and as well done and as thought out as, as what somebody who's been doing it for a couple of years and has a million dollar business looks like. So that's what we'll be talking about on the webinars. People who are, uh, I'll be giving real examples of people who are actually making it. So it's easy to get results. It's easy to test ideas. It's easy to go out there and say, hey, I like doing this. This is kind of fun. People are buying it. Customers are giving me comments. Hey, I can expand this. That's the kind of thing what we're, when I'm looking at a business startup, that's how I'm looking at it. How do you, you know, the term we use in industry is fail and fail quickly. Or if you're going to fail, fail quickly. You want to learn real quick that this is a dud, walk away and go do something else. That's what testing is about. I look at it more as uh, adjust quickly. You learn that customers don't like product A, but they really like product B better. And so how do you make the twist? How do you make that work for you? Number four, um, this one's important. Number four, it does not interfere with your day job. Now, unless you're selling something exactly what you sell at your day job, you know, you're, you're countering uh, something with your day job. I teach at a university. That's a full-time thing. And so if I was, um, if I had a side gig marketing for another university, for instance, that's kind of a conflict of interest, right? That, that would interfere. Uh, 
But what I mean by interfere is most people on a side gig selling stuff on Etsy or eBay or their own website, however you do it, there's so many different ways to do it, is you can do this in hours. It doesn't amount, uh, impact the amount of money you make what hours you work, right? Uh, if you work at nighttime, if you work on the weekend, uh, your nine to five job or whatever your job is, you can still have it. Nobody cares. Matter of fact, you sometimes end up finding your customers at work. Uh, so I have friends that are, that are doing this that have day jobs and they have side businesses and they're making thousands of dollars a month. I can tell you there's some of them making, you know, well into the hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on the side gig. But again, I don't really want to talk about those. But um, I will tell you one of them. This friend of mine says, you know, he's making over $200,000 a month on a side business, but still has a day job. And I'm doing, what are you doing with a day job still? And he's like, well, it's just, it doesn't take me but a couple hours a week on the weekend. Um, so, you know, point being, it's doable. Um, so, and what a lot of people are doing to make that even more interesting is it kind of, it's usually related to their hobby. If somebody into arts and crafts might be selling something on Etsy. Uh, somebody who likes teaching might be selling stuff on Udemy, so on and so forth. It's, it's, it's oftentimes connected to a hobby. So doesn't interfere with your day job. You still got that money. You still got your benefits. You still got whatever you got there, whether you like it or hate it. Uh, you can continue to do that while you build up an online business. Not so easy to do if you have a storefront or a plumbing company or something like that. Number five, it is easy to scale. So this is this is a, just to think about. Every business that starts should be growing, even a small business. Uh, and to go from a storefront, for instance, if you're going to open a little flower shop, to grow it oftentimes means I need a bigger storefront or I need a second storefront. And to, to move from making, and by the way, you may not know this, the typical small business owner out there that has these storefronts driving around with fleets of trucks and doing plumbing stuff, even the ones that look pretty big, a lot of times the owners are not taking home a ton of money. 60000 70000 80000 um, The typical corporate worker is making more than they are. Uh, they look like they're huge sometimes, but they're they're just not really making that much smack. You know, they're just it's just not there. Um, and part of the reason is because it's hard to scale, especially if you're a a startup, you're a plumber, and you've got a truck, and you're doing the plumbing work and everything yourself. And if I want to go from one truck rolling to two trucks, it's kind of expensive. Right, I got to get a new truck, got to get a new crew. There's all kinds of cost involved in it. So it's hard to scale. And I see a lot of people fearful to scale because you know, there's a whole lot that has to happen there. On an online business, it's easy to scale. I can move from Etsy and eBay to my own website. I can grow my eBay platform. I can turn things up and turn things down with just a phone call, clicks of buttons, and sometimes costing no more money. Sometimes it does, but sometimes costing no more money. So you can significantly grow your online business. I see lots of online businesses that are making lots of money. Um, and essentially, they're doing the same kinds of things they were doing when they were making a couple of hundred bucks a month. They've just scaled it. 
and it's not that hard to do. So these are just some reasons I want you to consider an online business. If you don't have one, or if you have a business and you're thinking it's a, it's a storefront, or if you have a job, you know, consider doing something online. Just getting your feet in the water, or what is it, toe in the water, whatever the term is, just getting started on something because it's kind of fun, right? It's kind of fun serving people who are all over the country and maybe all over the world and helping them with a problem. You've got a product or service that can help them out. That's just fun. Uh, so again, let me go through them again. Everybody needs a side income. It costs little to start. You get results quickly, simple to test, and it doesn't interfere with your day job, and it's easy to grow up and get bigger, or the fancy word is to scale it. So those are the things that we'll be talking about uh, examples of, you know, in, in the Make Money Online business ideas you can start from home. Again, there's a link in the show notes uh, at dalecallahan.com slash 196, dalecallahan.com slash 196. Uh, I wish I knew a better way to give you the link. You could do a search for that uh, puppy title, but it's probably just easier to go to dalecallahan slash 196. And again, that will be on uh, YouTube, and uh, is that's the only way I know. They're probably broadcasting it in other different ways. Um, if I can find that out, I'll stick it in the show notes at delkelahan.com/slash/196. Talk to you next week.